What is Gucci boys and girls? Santi's here with another happy podcast. And it's not just any happy podcast, as per usual. It's episode 93. We're that much closer to 100. Now, do I want to low-key do something special for 100? Yes. But at the same time, am I going to do something special for 100? Probably not. Because life just keeps going, dude. There, there's no 100 in life. You know what I'm saying? There's no, oh, I made it to this milestone. Let's stop and celebrate. No, 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 no. Life keeps moving. And it could pass you by. Damn, I'm like a fucking, dude, I'm like walking poetry, dude. Listen, guys, it's episode 93. Uh, it's going to be a conversational podcast. Want to know why? Want to know why? Because I didn't prepare much. Now, I usually text myself topics, you know, throughout the day. I'm like, hey, I th- I'm thinking about this. This is kind of funny. I'm thinking about this. This is kind of funny. But I didn't have much time to text myself shit. Want to know why? Because I was getting shit done. First of all, Saturday and Sunday worked out for like two hours because I'm a beast. Okay. I'm a fucking specimen. <laughs> I am a marvelous specimen. I am a perfect specimen, some may say. A lot a lot may say. Many may say. All may say. Perfect specimen. So I had to work out for two hours. Then after that, uh, you know, maybe I listened to a podcast here and there, but then, you know, got into some silly arguments with wifey. <laughs> Do you guys ever ever uh, go through that? You know, you argue about nonsense, and I'm not saying it's 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 on one side; it's on both sides. It's on both sides. Sometimes you're upset about something, and you don't know how to vocalize your 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 feelings, so you express them in not the most productive way. And the next thing you know, you're arguing about nonsense. I'm pointing this out. I'm saying this now because I want you guys to remember that when you're arguing with somebody that you care about, step back. Step back and say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck is going on? What am I doing? What are we doing? Why are we arguing? Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? This is nonsense. So remind yourself, when you're fighting with somebody that you care about, with somebody you know damn well, you're going to be there with, you know, for however the fuck long. That what you're doing in the moment, that useless, unnecessary fight, is unnecessary. <laughs> Guys, um, what I actually wanted to talk about, there's a couple, there were, there were a couple things, you know. Uh, oh, actually, before I get to the, to the fun topics, while I'm on this serious topic, you know, fighting and taking shit less serious, you know, life does, doesn't just uh, stop and wait for you, you can't stop and start celebrating every little win that you get, anxiety, so, you know, as we had these arguments over the weekend, I, I noticed myself uh, start to feel a little bit more anxious again, you know, and, and I've gotten really good at handling my anxiety, my anxiety, you know, pairs with my fucking ADD, uh, and, you know, I, I've learned to manage it without medication to, to the best of my abilities. <laughs> and if you've got ADD out, if you've, if you're out there with ADD, uh, I recommend just trying to do a lot of things that you like to do. 
because there's no, uh, I, in my opinion, there's not much managing your ADD if you're going to continue doing shit that you don't want to do. But I digress. Um, find a lot of things that you like to do, first and foremost. Uh, but secondly, anxiety. Uh, I've been able to manage my anxiety better from not only doing things that I you know, want to do, but obviously there are always some things that you have to do take care of, you know, chores and bullshit, whatever. Uh, I've been able to tell myself, listen, shit doesn't stop. It There's always going to be some sort of shit storm. There's always going to be some sort of issue. There's always going to be something, always going to be something. You know, last year it was working at Yelp. Uh, during that time, it was getting an apartment, um, uh, after that, it was, you know, making furniture and stuff. I mean, all that stuff was fun. But then, you know, let's fast forward to the bad shit. Um, you know, I had to patch up a hole in a certain amount of time before giving the apartment back, uh, trying to get out of the lease, which I'm not even sure I'm out of yet, um, moving, getting rid of all of my furniture, um, you know, trying to p- pass a licensing exam, uh, recertifying my insurance licenses, um, you know, having having my son... Uh, but just, there were, there was always something. And if I sit here and, and, and keep thinking about reasons, uh, I can sit here and give you a reason that's happened every week, something at work, uh, something in my personal life, something at home, something at my mom's house, something, 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 there's always going to be something. And if I stopped to talk to one of you fabulous people who listen to my podcast, I'm sure you guys got personal problems too. Now, some may say that, Hey, if you listen to the happy podcast, you most likely don't have any personal problems. Now, it's easy to assume that about my fan base because we're perfect, okay? And I say we like I'm in the fan base also because I am. Because you want to know why? I'm a fan of myself. Truth be told, I'm a fan of myself, all right? I like to hear myself speak apparently because I can speak all day. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. Anxiety, you have to remind yourself that shit doesn't stop. There's always going to be something. And in all reality, you guys have issues too. You guys have your own problems. You guys you have your own uh, personal problems and they always are going to be there. Not because you're a bad person, but just because life shit happens. You know, you have a job now, you might not have a job in a couple of months. You know, you got to pay rent. You got to support somebody. You got to feed somebody. You got to, you got to do something. You got to do something to do something to do something to do something. There's always going to be something. And that's the bottom line. Cassanti said so. I made that up. I didn't take that from a wrestler. I didn't take that from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin took that from me. Oh, I hear my son crying. <sighs> I know. I feel you, buddy. Um, so that that's something that's that's helped me fucking greatly, severely. However you want to, however you want to put it, just try to remind yourself. Listen, shit ain't gonna stop. Anyway, moving forward. Um. So I mean, I mentioned Yelp a little earlier. I mentioned Yelp in another podcast where I kind of like broke into my story a little bit more, like what the fuck happened with me at Yelp. Um, and then over the weekend, I listened to Tim Dillon's podcast. And uh, he's, I'd, I'd have to, I mean, I feel bad saying that he's my new favorite comedian, but he kind of is because Chris D'Elia just gave up on everybody. Um, granted, I know he's going through shit, but whatever. So Tim Dillon, love Tim Dillon. It's hilarious. I listened to his new podcast and he said, he said something that made my day, made my weekend. He said, fuck Yelp. And I was like, whoa, one of my, fav- one of my favorite comedians 
said said the words that uh, I've been saying myself, saying to myself by myself. What's happening? Then he goes on to explain that Yelp is introducing some new uh, thing where you can like label a company racist or something. So I looked it up. And basically what they're doing is, oh, if you experienced any racism uh, or you, you suspect a, a restaurant or whatever uh, or business of being racist, I guess you can make a claim and you have to link an article or something from a credible media outlet, so they say, uh, and th- that can be taken as uh, you know a, a confirmation that the business or company or somebody in that company is racist, and they will label that company racist on their page. Now, let me tell you a little bit. Let me tell you a little bit about Yelp. <clears throat> like, okay, so for the new people, any any newcomers. I used to work for Yelp. I did five months as an account executive. Five months felt like a year, year and a half, maybe even fucking two years at Yelp. Want to know why? Because I'm making 80 cold calls a day to all of these business owners. Now, the funny thing about Yelp is that you have no choice about being on Yelp. Yelp totes themselves, totes or touts, touts themselves as a local business directory, which... Technically, yes, they are. It's kind of like Home Advisor, Trip Advisor, whatever. All right, you call all these businesses, and basically, he, hold on, let me just break it break it down a little bit more. If I find a business across the street from my house, and I use Yelp, I frequent Yelp, and let's say I hmm, like the business, or if you know, nice, my computer screen went blank. If I don't like the business, I decide that I want to make a comment about this business that I found across the street on Yelp. I look them up. Oh, they're not there. You know what I can do as a consumer? I can add the business to Yelp. I add the business to Yelp. I write my review and I leave it there. I can even add pictures. I can do whatever. Now, here's what Yelp does. Yelp goes, oh, thank you for finding this business for us. We're going to call them now to sell them ads. Now, when we finally get a hold of this business and we have their number and we, you know, talk to them and figure out who the the receptionist is, who the manager is, who whatever, whatever, whatever is, we take all this information, we add it to the system, and we keep calling them until they ask, beg, and plead to be put on the do not call list, which we don't always honor because I myself have put businesses on the do not call list and they popped right back up into my pipeline. They can say whatever they want. They can dispute or refute whatever they want. This is what happened in my personal experience. So, what am I getting at? Oh, my poor boy's crying. <clears throat> I know I'm stressed about Yelp too, buddy. What am I getting at? I'm getting at Yelp could give a fuck about you. You want to know what they care about? Social capital. They're like, oh, what, what's what's popular right now? Oh, racism, racism is popular. You know, it's really important. You know, it's really important figuring out what what fucking and I don't want to be a hack and and take Tim Dillon's jokes because he just talked about it. But I'm just to, to to reiterate the point. What's important? Figuring out what Taco Bell is racist. Figuring out what Pizza Hut is racist. No. 
No, Yelp, see, here's the thing. Yelp figured out, figured out what's important. Figured out that the consumer is always right. Why is that? The consumer is like a child. The business owner is like a parent. Think about it. When you go to a restaurant and you get you get some fucking, you get a, a, a steak, you know, steak and eggs or goddamn sandwich. They didn't cook your sandwich properly. You say, hey, you, you fucked up my sandwich. I paid for this. I, what's going on? Can you take this back? And then what, what does the server do? They go, oh my God, I'm sorry. And they take it back to the goddamn kitchen and they make you a new one. Want to know why? They want you to come back. They want you to come back. They want you to bring your friends. They want you to frequent the spot. They want you to like the spot. They want you to be happy. Instead of saying, go fuck yourself, eat the sandwich, they say, we're sorry. Let's make it, let, let's remake the sandwich. And then you know what happens? Usually the manager comes back out with the fixed sandwich. Hey, is everything all right? I'm sorry about this. And then if the experience was that bad, they might take something off the bill. They might cover the bill. Does that sound does that sound familiar to you? Oh, it sounds like your parent trying to fix something from your childhood. Oh, we fucked up. Our child is mad. Let's give them the world. Let's let's hook it up. Let's make them feel better. Now, in 2020, there's nothing that a consumer likes more than to say what persons, what person, persons or business can and can't do business and or continue making a living. Specifically through the lens of racism. So now consumers have the ability to say what business is racist. Hey, you spent 30 years building up this restaurant and then then we caught you on a bad day and you were a little rude to someone and now they've claimed that your business is racist. Now, I I wouldn't have a problem with it if... I hadn't worked at Yelp and understood how the, these people run. Understood how these people run their business or fucking conduct their business. So all of a sudden you care about racism. When there were, what, a thousand people on the sales floor? Making 80 to 100 to, I, I knew people were making 150 calls a day. <gasps> Sociopath. I knew people making 150 calls a day. We're calling business owners three times a day, four times a day in some, in some of their cases, three to four times a week. Hey, let's talk about ads. Hey, let's talk about ads. Oh, you're upset about reviews, but let's talk about ads. And that was any, any of the actual conversations that we had, people were either upset about other agents calling them too much or upset about current reviews. Let's talk about reviews. Oh, and then you know what we did? Like how I hide behind the guise of a comedy podcast. They hid behind the guise of, oh, their review software. Oh, but their review software, though. Here's the thing. We don't know how the review software works. It's just a recommendation software, and it's, it goes through them, and it recommends some, and it doesn't recommend others. Now, I would understand that if it made sense. It sounds all fine and dandy, but when you look at reviews, when you actually look at reviews of people's businesses, it makes no sense. It filters out a bunch of real ones. It filters out a lot of fake ones, but it also filters in a lot of fake ones as well as some real ones. It's, it's not an accurate system. It makes almost no sense. And what they've done is what Yelp has done magically is figured out a way of passing off blame. 
So they can do this social capital fucking, yeah, we care about racism bullshit without, without accepting any blame because what they can say now is, well, one, we have a review software. Oh, we harass people? Well, that's not us. That's just our salespeople. We don't recommend our salespeople to say the things that they're saying. They just are. Yeah, we'll try to rectify it. We'll, we'll fire that one salesperson. Oh, you had a complaint about this person? Well, luckily we have 2,000 salespeople. We'll fire him. Meanwhile, all of the other salespeople are saying all of the bad, negligent shit. Yeah, I'm a senior digital coordinator over here at Yelp uh, on your page. Uh, I'm just calling about this. Yeah, no, dude, you're not a senior digital coordinator. You're a Yelp account executive. I've heard people make up titles. I've heard people, you know, make up names. And listen, it's a cold calling business. I know it's rough. I know you got to do what you got to do. I know you got to hustle. You got to, you got to bullshit. But, and, and now here's one of the other things. A lot of people say, hey, these account executives call and make claims about uh, reviews and say, hey, maybe we can, you know, fix your reviews and this and that. I've never heard an account executive specifically say, hey, we can fix your reviews if you, you buy into our program. That, which is a complaint a lot of people have had. But what I have heard are people be extremely vague about whether or not buying into the ad program will help with their reviews. And that's where the confusion comes from. Catch my drift. Do you catch my drift? So it's very easy for Yelp to hide behind the guise of, well, it's not my, well, we didn't do that. We, we didn't set any of that up. Well, yeah, you kind of did. You kind of did. You're given the salary and commission. Uh, what, what's that fucking thing? A commission outline, whatever it's called. Uh, commission structure. And you're giving these kids, essentially, because most of these people are hired fresh out of college, to a manager who, was, who has proved to be a good salesman. And you guys are just dialing, dialing, dialing all day to businesses who have already been dialed, dialed, dialed all day. Now, it's interesting that you, you, you say you care about racism now, but what about harassment? Oh, you don't care. Want to know why? Because when it comes to the business owner, who's the parent, they're the minority. They're the minority. You know who the majority is? The consumer. So that's why it's real easy to jump on a consumer side and say, hey, guys, you want more power? Oh, it's 2020. You guys like to cancel people, right? Yeah, you know what we're going to do? You can say who's racist now. Now, here's the other problem with this. I've been looking, before you you call a business, you you look at their Yelp page, you look at their their website, you try to get some information, find some value. So when you pick up that phone and they pick up the phone, you can try to convince them within the first couple of seconds to stay on the phone with you and potentially look at ads potentially look at their Yelp page and make it better and specifically buy ads. I remember a couple of people, but one specific, it was like some, uh, it was kind of like a, a museum, like a memorial fucking, I, I don't know what it's called. It was like a museum. Uh, and they actually had World War II memorabilia. When you say World War II, what do you think of? Oh, you think of Hitler. Okay, you think of some Nazis. So I guess they had some like Nazi medals and stuff and pictures and whoever went there, I guess, didn't feel good about it. It was several people. It was like two people. These people are racist. They are openly displaying Nazi memorabilia. Hey, that's not how that works. 
That's history. That's something that happened. Are we just not supposed to talk about things that happened? Oh, and yeah, if you guys recall, I, I talked about review software. What happened? Why weren't those comments filtered out? So if you can just claim someone's racist because a museum has Nazi memorabilia up because museums usually display things that happened in history, doing what a museum does, and you don't filter out the comments, how can we trust you'll be better with this racist flag now. I'll tell you this much. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't. Not at all. Not at all. And that shit sucks. That shit fucking sucks. So not only, I, I know for goddamn sure, Yelp does not give a fuck about you. Now they're, they're getting even more power over these businesses. It's sad, dude. It's sad. Because, and here's the thing, we would call these people and we'd say, hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm ex calling from Yelp. And they'd say, oh, hey, you know what? If if they did want to talk, hey, I actually wanted to talk to you about these uh, reviews. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's just review software. Actually, you know, let's let's talk a little bit more about it here. Let's open up your Yelp page. We'd open up the Yelp page and we'd figure out a way to pivot into talking about ads because we couldn't do anything about the, the review software. They didn't teach us a goddamn thing about the product. It was just get on the phone and sell. We, we didn't know how anything worked. Anything you learned about how anything worked was learning on the fly, was learning from fellow account execs. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I lost my train of thought. I didn't lose my train of thought. I was just, I'm just like overwhelmed with this bullshit. <sighs> so that, that's where we're at now. That's where we're at. It's a goddamn shame. Damn, I need a fucking break after that one. Whatever. We, we got, we got seven minutes and a half left. Um, man, I, if you can't tell, I had a terrible experience at Yelp and I just feel bad that Yelp is doing this now. To, to business owners because it, it's real convenient to to pick the majority side and not stand not stand up for what's actually happening what has been happening for a long time now if you guys look it up you can find it you can find a lot of fucking people upset at Yelp you can find a lot of people who feel like they've been harassed and threatened who feels like they've been under Yelp's thumb for a while for a long time and they just get away with it they hide behind the fucking guys of, oh, well, we care about this and we care about that. No, you don't. Not at all. Not at all. <sighs> i tell you this much, though. Their HR was great. <laughs> their HR was great, man. When I fucking went through what I went through at, at, over there, uh, they took everything I said seriously. The, the woman jotted everything down, took all of my information, at my every last word of my story uh and i know that the person who was harassing me got demoted now let me tell you this much the person that demote that that got demoted got demoted to an account executive so they went straight back to just selling and harassing people they don't care about the sales they, they don't care about uh whether or not you can make sales 
They're like, okay, you have to get demoted, but guess what? You still got your job. Keep calling and selling. Uh, man, it's just to me the most amazing thing is are, are people who act like they care about shit when when all they're doing when all they're doing is just trying to convince people that they care about shit. If you actually care about shit, you care about shit, and you come off you come across differently. You live differently. If you're trying to convince people that you care about shit, that's a whole new ball game. You look like Yelp, and unfortunately, you get kind of far. Yelp is huge, dude. Yelp is fucking huge. And and, and the funny part is, it's a, it, and he, here's the mentality that that people get fucked up on. You know, it's like that, or it's like, oh, Jeff Bezos is evil, and this and that. But that Prime Day, though, oh yeah, that Prime Day, the 13th and 14th, that's tomorrow and the day after. Ooh, we gotta hit that Prime Day. I mean, yeah, Jeff Bezos is evil. He controls the world with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, these people are evil. They're fucking raping us. Yeah, but that prime day. People are hypocrites, dude. Fucking hypocrites. If we just slowed down and really tried to gather our bearings as a fucking country and realize all right, what's, what's real and what isn't instead of getting all wrapped up in emotions, we would be far far better better off i'm just saying i'm just saying remember when during the pandemic when people were were upset at amazon uh yeah amazon for uh continuing to fulfill orders for sex toys it's just like at the beginning of the pandemic when shit was like serious when nobody knew whether or not we were all gonna die <laughs> people are like oh amazon selling sex toys fulfilling orders is Bullshit. That's not essential. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What about the people ordering the sex toys? You fucking idiots. Yeah, Amazon's just keeping the world running, keeping the business running, keeping jobs, keeping jobs. What, what was it when last time I checked? It was like 500, 600,000 people that they employ. They said, okay, it's a pandemic. Well, we're going to stay on top of everything, make sure everybody's clean, make sure everybody's social distant, and we're still going to fulfill these dildo orders. I don't know what it was. I don't even know if they sell dildos. I, I, apparently, they sell sex toys, though. I, I've never checked, to be honest. I've never checked. So you're upset. You, you're upset that they're fulfilling orders and doing their job, just fulfilling whatever the fuck people ordered, but you're not upset at the people ordering dildos. Hey, we ordered them because we were lonely. We, we've got all this time on our hands. Might as well get this nut. We, we can't get this nut. And the funny part is it's like, oh, no, no, it's not your fault for wanting to get the nut. It's Amazon's fault. It's the parent's fault. It's not the child's fault. It's the parent's fault for still leaving their business open. Hey, let me tell you something. If you want to get that nut, you're going to figure out how to get that nut somewhere else. So, somehow. I like how people think that if you sh if you cut off the source, that people are just going to magically be like, well, I didn't want that nut anyway. That's not how things work. You can cut off the source. They'll find a new dealer. If they can't find a new dealer, they'll get into some other weird shit for a little while until they can find their actual release. And this is just human psychology. Am I a therapist? No. Am I a psychologist? No. I love, I love psychology, though, and it's quite, quite obviously and quite easy 
to see. That's just what happens. This is just what happens. This is normal shit. Oh, yeah, it's the business fault. No, it's not the business fault. It's, it's the consumer. We need better guidance. <laughs> we need better guidance, dude. That's it. That's it. You know, from when you were growing up to now when you're an adult. Better guidance. So that's why I'm selling these beautiful leashes attached to a beautiful, you guessed it, golden retriever. Who's going to show you, show you the way. For real, I've trained all of these golden retrievers at the Happy QM Podcast Studios Laboratories, and they're going to show you the way. They're not going to take you to the broken baby pit. Don't worry. They're going to take you to enlightenment. <laughs> ah, anyway, I guess that's a little bit more about my Yelp experience, which is fucking terrible. Uh, man, uh, Jesus Christ, waking up at 6.30, man, fucking sucks, especially when I go to sleep at 12. Oh, my God. I can't even think straight. Whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We're wrapping up on 30 minutes now. Um, dude, comment, share, subscribe. Fucking sell me your kidney. Don't sell me your I can't afford your kidneys. Send me a kidney. Send me some eyes, man. I, I have to take another eye exam. I wear glasses. Send me some 2020 vision eyes, man. Send me a kidney. Fucking send me a heart, dude. Send me a heart. Fuck it. Dude, let's, get, let's get crazy, man. Uh, guys, it was fun. Um, I'll see you Friday. Let's start this week off right. Have a great week. Have a great day. And above all else, and most importantly, you guessed it, be happy. <laughs>